Yeah. So <laughs> you were saying? <laughs> yeah, man. I think uh, it's funny that you use those words like junkie, addicted, right? But for me, I think. Um, but I'm a I'm a former athlete. You know what I mean, right. right? And I think I'm addicted to the game, the the thrill. Okay. Being, being in the game like i i even equate that to even the job i had right you know i i can't work a desk job right okay. at the desk at the computer ain't no action man yeah I'm, i can't i can't i don't have to keep my head on the swivel i never bang into that you know like yeah. it is some sort of I don't know addiction? what it is. It is some sort of addiction, right? Right. Because I like the restaurant in- industry when it, we get into that rush. It's like, it's game time now. Right. Hey, I need you here. I need this. I need this done. I need that. I need that. Right? But it's psychological, though. It is. It's all psychological. But it's also... Because when you also, say we I don't, can't... It's also we don't feel like ourselves if we're not in that. It, we feel like somebody else. But that tells me... That, that screams to me comfort. Comfort. Right. So uh, that's why I Getting say it's psychological. Yeah, yeah, right. No, because no, I, I agree with I agree, I agree with everything you're saying. Right. Because we do sometimes we do have to break out of our comfort zone, and unfortunately for me, me being at this age, I always instead of me changing, right. I found something that equates back to my comfort zone. Right. It works and, for you. And even if I break away from it for a little bit, I always go back. Right. That's what I was just saying. Like. Yeah. I was like, dog, I need to, I need to sit at the bar and drink a beer. Right. You, just, <laughs> you need a night out. Yeah. Every once in a while. I think, right. Like, cause I, I've been in, I've been driving. I've been in the house. I, I, I realized it was like a week ago. I was like, yo, I haven't had a fucking beer in almost a month. Yeah. Yeah. And one day after work, and this was when I, we were closing. I just asked the boss, like, look, it's okay when I close and grab a, I can grab a beer real quick. Right. And I was after close. Nobody's in there. I'm at. I closed down the bar. Everything. Sat at the bar. Had a beer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like I don't yeah. know what that is. I. So I saw this clip on TikTok, and it was a. Uh, I think his name's Eck Hartel, and um, <clears throat> I'm a. I'm gonna add it after I talk about it a little bit. But pretty much, he was talking about how in the age of technology, we're using our technology, our phones and all of that because we're addicted to thinking. So our phones and stuff are an extension of our ourselves. I often say that the the greatest addiction is the addiction to thinking. And all those things, or many of those things mentioned by the questioner are actually extensions of thought processes which the our technologically advanced society has created so when you are addicted to your cell phone you're addicted to surfing online you're addicted to facebook so you go uh, every minute something comes a message comes in this thing this is an extension of your mind so ultimately, the addiction to internet surfing and cell phones, etc., etc., is just an extension, an externalization of the addiction to thinking. Yes. And what it sounds like to me 
is that your mind is always racing. And the reason we always go back to our comfort zone because we don't like to be uncomfortable, right? So what I wanted to talk about was long-term thinking versus reality. Because what you're talking about is your reality. Mm -hmm. And your reality sometimes blocks your long-term thinking because Mm -hmm. you're thinking about right now instead of how a couple of beers or you keep circling back and going in a circle. Not saying that's what's going on, but you doing the same things are constantly, constantly taking you further and further away from your goal. Yeah. So with that, I want to say thanks. Thank you, listeners. (laughs) (laughs) And welcome to the Keep It Up Lifting podcast. We discuss lifestyle, fitness, and motivation. I'm your host, Uplifting, and I have with me Back with me from a long vacay, a couple of beers. <laughs> <laughs> he had some time off. He kicked his feet up. The yeah. man behind the camera. Talk to the folks, man. Hey, man. Great to be back. Great to be back, man. No beer today. But. <laughs> so uh, there's this thing, um, and I have, I'm have. i going to put it up on the screen here. It's the 1% better rule, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I was watching a a podcast, The Diary of a CEO by Stephen Bartlett. And he was with a performance psychologist. Yeah. And he was talking about how people like Tiger Woods, he's worked with Tiger Woods. Um, Let me get his name. can't figure out his name. His name is uh, Jamil Qureshi. And he was talking about how you get one per- the people he helps, he only helps them to get 1% better. Like they work on one thing and mm-hmm. that's how they improve. Mm-hmm. So I was asking you like, you know, what is it? Like, why do you circle back or what's the addiction? But I, and I was actually, what were you thinking? Yeah. Because something profound that he said, and I'm gonna get back to the 1% rule was it's not what you know. It's how you think about what you know. Mm. And uh, on Mike Rashid's podcast, I've been podcast binging. Um, mm-hmm. he had David Never Sleeps on there, and David Never Sleeps was like, "There's nothing wrong with ignorance." He was like, "That's fine." Yeah, but being stubborn is what he has a problem with. Mm. And I feel like the reason we don't have continuous improvement, which is uh, this uh website that I'm looking at by James Clear where he talks about the 1% rule is because we're stubborn. We know, like you said, you, well, you're you at an age where... I'm a stubborn asshole. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're, and so, yeah, I get it. You know what I mean? You're at an age where you know what to do. Yeah. You I know, you know exactly. what you should do. I know exactly what to do, how I'm supposed to do it, when I should do it, what I should not do, all that. And right. Yeah, you're right. Like, yeah. It's right. like... I'm still gonna have his beard, <laughs> but <laughs> you feel me? But I, I yeah. think that's like something we fall into is that we don't look at the power, and, and I want you to check this graph out that I have here is the power of tiny gains. Yeah, and if you're watching it, the uh, YouTube, I'm gonna have this up on the screen as well. And what you can see is like at the beginning of your improvement or decline, you're running parallel to what you're trying to do, right? Yeah. And then either you hit this tight, this upward bell curve, right? or you just keep 
digging. Dib- keep dipping a little bit digging, more. Right? Because so it's like, uh, I mean, even with myself, I had to just take the candy out the house. I used to have the candy for us uh, when we would pod downstairs. But, like, I found myself like, ah, oh, two Skittles here. That yeah, won't hurt nobody. Yeah, yeah, that ain't going hurt nobody. Three Skittles here. Yeah, they ain't man. Oh, and I ate yeah. seven Skittles. Right. So what? So what? <laughs> <laughs> I'll make it up tomorrow. Right. Right? Yeah, you're right. That is the way. It's funny. That is the way we think, though. Right. It's always the next day. It's always the next day. And what I'm seeing is that the cycle won't end until we think about the days down the line. But what we really should do and what we have to do to think about the days down the line is think about how we can just get 1% better every day. Take one step in the right direction every day to not take five steps back in the future. You know what I mean? So there was this, uh, this part that I really wanted to read about um, continuous improvement. And it was just saying like the, the typical approach to self-improvement is to set a large goal, then try to take a big leaps in order to accomplish the goal in as little time as possible. Yeah. While this may sound good in theory, it often ends in burnout, frustration and failure. Instead, we should focus on continuous improvement by slowly and slightly adjusting our normal everyday habits. It's e- it is easy to dismiss the value of making slightly better decisions on a daily basis. Sticking with the fundamentals is not impressive. Mm. Falling in love with boredom is not sexy. <laughs> Getting 1% better is going to make headlines. And there is one thing about it. What? It works. Yeah. So and it's funny that you that you're talking about all this because I feel like we've talked about this before. Definitely, we talked about us doing you, you're doing something for a time period, and then all of a sudden you just eventually just stop doing it or you fall off the wagon. But if you make those small incremental goals, you you're, you're changing your lifestyle. Yeah, I just you know? wanted to clearly define it because we did talk about this on sustainable excellence, right. where I said that we've been bamboozled, we've been fooled to think that. Success is overnight. Success yeah. is easy, and it's it's by the snap of a finger, exactly. and it's not hard work. And then yeah. I talked about it on another episode where I said, just show up. <laughs> yeah. it, it doesn't matter how you do it. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to look a certain way, but just start showing up. Yeah, that's half the battle. Right. Right. So I feel that the reason... Take a break right here. Oh yeah. oh yeah. My bad. I never did this before. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the reason that we are we struggle with um moving forward is we've been conditioned. So, and that's what I wanted to start talking about a lot more on this podcast is the psychological part. And I'm going to bring guests on who talk about the mental fortitude and the the mental capacity that you really need to perform at a certain level, yes. really understanding yourself, because we were raised in public school, which was conditioned conditioned us to move into jobs, and everything we've done in our lives has had oversight. Mm. Somebody had to pay attention to what we were doing. Damn, somebody got who watching you? Well, you want, well, you want. Keep going. 
<laughs> you on a roll, right? Because so, that's that's absolutely correct, right? So I feel like, especially in the black community, that keeps us like somebody had to tell us to do something to make a move, and that is even more of I think a psychological thing that's way way down the line that we've been conditioned to do that, but it puts us at a disadvantage because we don't know how to make the right decisions without somebody. And I'm not saying that it's wrong for you to have a trainer if you want to lose weight or a coach if you want to get better at speaking or a a business uh, mentor if you want to get better at sales or marketing. But mm. they can only do so much. I think I think what you're getting at is not having someone to answer to, you know, because uh, like I've been in management before and they said number one thing about managing millennials is they want to be told what to do. They want... They want the structure in place because they don't want to have to think outside the box and create something for themselves. They right. want to know what is this, what exactly do I have to do, and what exactly is the outcome. They want to know all that because that eliminates that eliminates the thinking. Right, what we're, what we're talking about. Right. So you're exact. You're exactly right by having someone. Someone's always overseeing you. Exactly. You don't have. You don't got to worry about you anything. Got to worry about a damn thing. And then now, when we we don't have an oversight, we don't have an oversight. We 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 we, we, we fall really off know. the wagon. Exactly. When we don't have them training wheels on, we fall. And that's the problem is because we're always thinking of something that can mask us just really being able to collect our thoughts and move in the right direction, mm-hmm. right? Because we're like. Oh well, what's on Instagram? Oh, what's on, what's on Facebook? This and this. Like, if you're not working or if you're not doing something, right? Like, you have to. And then it's like, okay, to calm my mind, I would dick myself to something else. <laughs> Basically, instead of having control over your thoughts and your decision making yeah. to make the right decisions, exactly, so that you can progress in the future instead of feel better. In the reality of the day, boy, you just you're kind of like summing up addiction right now. <laughs> I don't no. know if this is I don't know if this is a damn drug program, <laughs> but I mean, because 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 that is exactly what you, what no. addicts do. I mean, we're, we're not talking about it in that form right, right now, but that's exactly what they do is they get the they get the the hit right now. Right. We want to feel good right now. Right now. We don't care about our future. We don't care about our kids' future. We right. don't care about Tomorrow, it's like, I need to feel good right now. Yeah, man. You know? And a lot of us, we, we fall victim to that in our regular everyday life on our road to success. That's, you know? Yeah, perfectly summed that up. Yeah. It, but we're all addicted to something. Like, even the right. people who get 1% better every day, it talks, like, why would they, why would Tiger Woods need a performance coach? Cause he's Tiger Woods. Why yeah. does Michael Jordan need a trainer? Why did Kobe need a trainer? LeBron's a trainer. Yeah. Like all of these people are addicted to getting better. But, yes, and that's the habit. I think that we don't the discipline, the the mental fortitude. I talk about that we don't want to instill in ourselves because we're not thinking long term, yeah. and it's not. You know, we talked about in the law of Dharma that you want to stay away from thinking about the outcome, but you still want to know where you headed. Hey man, I feel like you're teaching me a lot, and I got a question. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, because yeah. it's like, because it's like, 
I feel in my personal situation, I feel like I do think long term. You know, me and you, we right. had these conversations all the time. I know where our future is headed, where we're going. Now, what what is your suggestion, or did you find it in your research on what do you do to combat co- combat that that um, I guess that initial need for satisfaction right now to to get to your future goal? What is that? Is that just something that has to be instilled in you? Something you have to build in yourself? No, I think it's something you work on. Like I, I'm sure I probably sound the best I've ever sounded in this podcast, but I've been podcasting every day for three days now. Mm-hmm. But I've been pod, we've been podcasting for a year, mm-hmm. two years, right? It's just something you slowly have to it's get. It's just something you slow. Like that's why I picked the one percent better rule because even if you go to a trainer, you may you may not see the results you're seeing, and you may want to get another trainer. Or yeah. oh, this trainer is better, yeah. right? Yeah, like I guess I'm not- that's the question: is how to how to get away from needing that immediate satisfaction? Because I think that's something that troubles the whole country here. You mm. understand? Yeah, that's the yeah. American way. So it's like we've got these long term goals, but we do- always fall for that immediate satisfaction. I actually do have an answer to that. Okay. The uh, and we talked about that recently. Is the goal has to be big enough? The goal gotta be big, enough. <laughs> right? Like. Maybe starting, maybe having a company is not a big enough goal for you. Mm-hmm. So it's not enough for you to start making changes, right? But what are you having a company for? Like when I think of the vision of Keep It Uplifting and where we started is mm-hmm. totally different today. I just want people to get their minds right. And that's yeah. what we're talking about. That's yeah. why I'm doing the research. I want people to be able to know that you can reach a certain place in your life if you just have the patience and continued ambition grit and discipline to keep fighting forward Amen. that's the that's the one percent rule is just do something if you keep doing something i've been doing i've been doing uh this 30 day challenge or whatever i had to start it over i fell off messed up and um, cause I went on vacation with the kid mm. and, um, I come back and a hundred pushups is effortless now. I can do a hundred pushups right now. That's what I'm talking about. Easy. Nice. But I wasn't able to do that before. And I was lifting weights. I was able to bench press 305. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I couldn't do a hundred pushups <clears throat> in one sitting one, yeah. you know, at one time. Yeah, yeah. And that came with me slowly. I built it up every day. I did 20 sets of 20 sets yeah. of 30. No, that's great. You you you're speaking that right, and that's what I, that's what me personally I've been working on as well. Right. I mean, as far as talking about what we're doing with the business, but my goal is to pr- provide evidence that it's possible. Okay. And that is bigger than me, right? Like when somebody out your city makes it to a certain place or the NFL. You may not make it to the NFL, but your kids may because you've seen it. You 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 see what I'm saying? You're hitting the nail on the head, and I think that's my driving force too. But but that may not be big enough for you to stop hmm. the cycle. And that's what I'm saying is it has to be bigger than you and it has to be emotionally attached to you. I feel some way about keep it uplifting. Mm-hmm. I feel some way about Prodigal Brothers Podcast. Mm-hmm. I feel some way about the Rosewell traveled. I feel right. some way about what I'm trying to build because I know the feeling of 
working for a company that you love. I know the feeling of seeing somebody build something and aspiring to do that. And if we could build something that we can give to our children and they can impact the world and we can have an impact on the world because we earned it, not because it was given to us, not because we hit the lottery, not because we made some money, but to actually show that when you put in the work, when, when you keep pushing forward, when you keep grinding, you can make it to a certain place. That is the, that's what, is the good feeling every day. I took a step forward. Yeah. Right? We looking for a satisfaction that only lasts for a moment, but the satisfaction is that these steps are going to last for a lifetime. For a lifetime. For, for, for generations. Beyond could. you. Right. Because when we gone, we make it a ceremony, a t-shirt. Somebody yeah. may think about you, but like what you leave here are your kids or, or your legacy or your impact on the world. Yeah, you said it. You said it right there. Yeah, man, it's 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 feelings. Our we feel a certain we think a certain way and we feel a certain way, but those two things don't always connect. Yeah. And and like you said, like that that satisfaction, yes, you're you're going to get that hit, but some, like how do people get addicted to the gym? They go every day. Going every day. <laughs> and I, I, I can attest to that, bro. Ooh. Like, when I was cutting for, I was engaged, and I was like, how can I get in shape to have my shirt off on the beach? <laughs> right? And it was crazy because that, that wasn't even big enough for me. Yeah. The, the beach wedding that I'm paying all this money for wasn't big enough for me to get in shape. I had to train for a show. Yeah. And the show was important to me. It felt... It, I wanted to be on stage. I wanted to see the progression of myself. I wanted to see that change. Right. That was the feeling that I want. I wanted that triumphant feeling like I finally did this. I yeah. finally cut down. I'm big on bodybuilding. I wanted to look a certain way. Right. And I lost all that weight. And I was at the gym six, seven days a week. Yeah. I went from not going to the gym to being at the gym every day. I was making... Uh, I was making a way for me to go at work. Mm. I never do anything at work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you work, you like, yo, I, all right, yo, yeah, time to right. go home. It's time to go home yeah. now. <laughs> I had a three-hour commute, and I was making, I was like, you know what, let me get this lift in, because when I get home, I'm not going to want to do it. Yeah, and that's, drive, and that's what yeah. it is, is that, like, if you, people can find time to drink, we can find time to do drugs. We can find time to make love or find time for our girlfriends. Yeah. But somehow we can't make time for us to reach our goals. Amen. I mean, life's going to keep moving, man. And why shouldn't you? So keep going, keep grinding, and keep it uplifting. Make sure to like, comment, share, and most importantly, keep it uplifting. Yeah, I'll listen.